guys Welcome to another semi-sort of episode of Old Guys Who Love Things. I'm your host, Sean. I'm here, Dooley. <laughs> and I'm Eric Peter Schwartz. And we're just a couple of old guys just loving things, loving them hard. Loving things, loving them, and uh, trying desperately to, sh- to show them the love that we have is the problem. So you know? much loving. We're, we are... We're like a dog scooting our butt on a carpet. We just love it, uh, spreading that love. So what you're saying is that my anal gland is secreting my love. Yes. And the, the and the carpet is the things. The things. Awesome. All right. I'm just it's, making sure I've got the, the metaphor correct. I'm, All glad, right. I'm glad you could follow it. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> I'm, I, I appreciate it now. Yes, I'm, I'm with you. So, Eric, it's been a while. Yes, we, this is we are in, in absentia. We have been for I don't know, but um, but well, with our two week episode cycle, probably about two to three episodes now. I think at least, at least. probably longer. There's going to be somebody out there's like you've been gone for five months, and we'll be like, what? Oh my, oh my god, what happened? <laughs> I, I blacked out through all of it. Um, it we've it's our schedules, man. I know it's been it's been really tough. Yeah, your work schedule's been changing, and you've been doing tons of gigs. My work has just been ridiculous, yeah. and I've been getting ready for shows and doing shows. Yeah, it's convention season for you. Conven- so, I mean, yeah. it, uh, we just wanted to basically poke our heads in here and let you guys know that we are alive. <laughs> I do have I do have COVID right now, if you listen to my voice. Yeah, we're, we're not the in moment. the same room together because uh, no. Eric has the vid. <clears throat> Welcome to the club, Eric. Or did you yeah, have it before? I thought you did. Or uh, so. No, no, Dan, my son did. Danny did. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, and this was back when, if one person in the house had it, the whole house had to quarantine. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, oh, I remember those days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those were the days where I I didn't work for three weeks. Then this time I don't work until Monday. Monday I go back to work and I wear a mask. Yeah, that's it. That was that was kind of it with me. It was I took two days off of work because my my my. Uh, I had a very uh, mild case of it. Yeah. It was not a real heavy case. So my, mine seems to be kind of in the middle. I've got the fever. I've got uh, a lot of drainage and a headache, stuff like that. I, I'm not, you know, God knows I'm nothing like some of the people I've heard about or that went through it early on. You know, I'm apparently my sister and brother-in-law have it also right now. Oh boy. Yeah. So I guess it's just a time bomb inside our DNA. It must be, and man, you were just hanging all over me this weekend too. So yeah, I was. I was uh, my my <laughs> slapping in the side of the head with my wiener, <laughs> my my COVID infected wiener. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry if I gave it to anybody. Like I had Monday night, I started getting a bit of a cough, but it felt like allergies. And I tested Tuesday morning, and I was negative. And then I got a fever, and then I tested Wednesday morning this morning, and yeah. It's COVID, and like uh, it's, you know, I had I had no reason to think I had it. Nobody around me had it that I know of. So, but I had two gigs this weekend. I had the the uh, our friend Gene's uh, life service. I had a friend in from out of town, and I worked. You know, I mean, there was just 
I was around a lot of people at any point. It could have just jumped over to me. Like a hungry flea. Yep. So, you know. Yeah, or, uh, so we, we've had a lot going on in our lives. Yes, yes. My, my Lord, it's, there's been a lot. It's, it's been a, a whirlwind. That's to say the least, yes. Uh, uh, I mean, apart from this, we had, uh, a good friend of, of Sean's and a friend of mine, uh, died, sadly. Uh, Gene, who was our, was the sort of the, the heart of the, the theater down there because he did all the, you know, he set up the lights, he set up the sound, he, he would build the sets most of the time, you know, or design the sets. So, uh, so that's happened since we last spoke to everybody. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just been, and then I like last few weeks, I probably worked between 30 and 40 hours, which is surprise, which is unusual for me. So, with my job, I know I'm not complaining for people who work 40 plus hours, but I'm just saying I have a job that generally has required me 20 to 25 hours. Oh, okay, <sighs> yeah, and then gigs on top of that. The uh, League right. of Eric's has been doing quite yeah. well. I had to, had to cancel two this weekend, but uh, but not. Dins is doing one solo, and the other one we canceled. So, yeah, you've been... the, one, the one in Effingham. Sorry. Oh, yeah, the Effingham one. Yeah, you've been seriously gigging. Yeah, yeah. It's been, uh, it's been fun. We've, we've played some fun shows. Not always super well attended, but the people who were there were very nice. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the last... Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, my... Uh, my... Uh, I, we've been busy over here. Kathleen has, especially with uh, my mother-in-law fell and she's in the hospital and, or oh, she, yeah. she's actually in uh rehab now, uh, but she, she's doing better, but man, it's just been, you know, Kathleen has been uh, pretty busy trying to take care of her and make sure she's sure getting the treatment she needs because, uh, some, sometimes places don't do things. Not so good with that. <laughs> Not yeah, so yeah. good with that. Um, and I just last week, uh, my, the entire system at work computer system was, uh, held hostage with ransomware. Oh my God. <laughs> For those, those people deserve an ugly, ugly death. I may have said before I've worked out the ugliest death to cause somebody. You, you lay them down above growing, um, bamboo. Yeah. And you keep feeding them uh, intravenously antibiotics because as the bamboo begins to grow through them, you don't want them to get sick from infection and die. You just want them to enjoy the bamboo growing up through their bodies. Oh, dear. I got that one from Mythbusters. Wow. Old guys who love things. (laughs) Old guys who loves torture. Uh, Bamboo Mm -hmm. grows pretty quick, too, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, so that that uh, we were out of commission for like two days. Uh, the computers were anyway, so I was way behind in work. And I'm at, at the moment the only designer at work because the other one is out uh, with appendicitis, no, yeah. and not coming back probably till Monday. So she she's been out a little over two weeks. As of Monday, she will have been out a little over two weeks, I think. Yeah, and like so, I was just saying, that's really shitty of her. Get that was your thing. I know. I was the appendicitis guy. Right. Come on. Get your, Come get on. Your own, get your own health crisis. God That's damn it. Right. You know, there's nothing sacred. Hey, listen, she doesn't know me. She could have had diverticulitis, a fatty liver. Come on. All sorts of shit. 
But I'll bet you she didn't have a colectomy. No, that's true. Probably not. There. Boom. There you go. You still win by getting win. stuff up your ass. I win. Yes. <laughs> or stuff yeah. removed from your ass, rather. <clears throat> yeah, so it's like the, the past couple of weeks have just been <laughs> just grueling. Oh, my God. Okay, so you, you are supposed to tell me about um, our friend Dawn listening to Old Guys Who Love Things. She told me to have you tell me about it because she said it's really comforting to hear. Um, but she said, have Sean tell you about it. Did uh, she tell you some story? She probably did. And I probably forgot it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, what did she say? She's, she's, I remember her telling me that she listened and she, oh, oh, oh. What, what was it? She's behind. She was. She was what, on vampires. She's she on, said, "Right, vampires." And I think she said it. What, what she was telling me was, it was like, it was like home when she would listen to it. Like, she yeah, was, she was back yeah. home. Yeah, because she she lives in Arizona now. For those right, of you right. who, uh, who who don't know, uh, but we saw her this weekend at the uh, uh, at the gathering for for Jean, and uh, uh, yeah, she was saying she's listening. I thought that was really cool. Actually, yeah. that was really nice. It, it's really weird because I people who are listening I didn't realize are listening. It's it's kind of I, I'm I'm starting to realize oh shit there we may actually have some listeners yeah and yeah. there are people and it's also maybe a bad thing because of the, some of the things I've revealed like that I'm not much of a hugger because now a lot of, oh, whoa goodness because now Hold a on, lot. Now Sorry. a lot of people will, as they're leaving or saying goodbye, they'll say, oh, I, I know you don't like hugs. I won't hug you. I, I know you don't like hugs. I'm like, oh, shit. oh. <laughs> uh, That's why you make every hug feel special. That's right. Or Every uh, hug from Sean feels special. Or what was the other thing? Somebody had brought up uh, that I've, when I was talking about that I was afraid I was becoming reclusive or just becoming a loner yeah. and staying in the house and not going anywhere. And that, that came up like people know way too much about me now <laughs> because it's a little show. unnerving yeah it is it's very straight i'm not used to this i'm not used to people that many people knowing that much about me i was i was i was telling you the story over the weekend the uh i was checking somebody out uh, not checking oh, them out. i was checking were. somebody out hey. no as a cashier i was checking somebody out at work and somebody asked me a question so i kind of set it over to another register and the guy in line goes Wait, you're Eric from Old Guys Who Love Things. I recognized your voice. And it was uh, it's uh, one of the hosts of that. I forget the name. Exploitation. Projectsploitation. Uh, 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 Projectsploitation. Thank you. And I'm, I'm sorry that <laughs> I forgot the name of, of the, the podcast. No, it, it's, it's a little difficult. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> and I kind of it forget is. it, too, because of like it's exploit projects. What, what is it again? <laughs> Project exploitation, project exploitation, right, right, right. which is a, a great show. I've listened to it. You've yeah, listened yeah. to it. Um, but yeah, they recognized me by my voice, and we had met last year. We met last year after I think Christmas Carol. That's right. I forget. We were hanging out in the lobby talking. Yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been uh, interesting coming to coming to grips with our our mild fame. And and people are constantly now uh, at the gathering this weekend. People were like, "Hey, you've got a podcast. I've got some questions." Because eventually, everybody's going to have a podcast. So, 
That's right. I think I think uh, people who do talk about podcasts, they say, I know, everybody has a podcast. Because they're aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> I think when we started it, we were aware that everybody pretty much has a podcast. Yeah. You know, you know, it's... You know, it's it's you make your podcast who you are. Somebody somebody said you guys should do true crime, and I'm like, everybody does true crime. There's a goddamn TV series about somebody doing a true crime crime podcast. You know, so a lot of those podcasts require way too much preparation. Yeah, I don't have oh, the yeah. time or the energy. Right. We are just we are simply. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. <coughs> This is simply a vehicle for our hamminess. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, um, on the front of now that I have COVID, I've got some time on my hands. I watched two movies today. I watched Free Jack with Emilio Estevez, oh, my Rene God. Russo, and Mick Jagger. I saw that in the theater when it uh, came out. It's a, certainly a movie. It sure is. I, I was actually disappointed because it really is a great idea. And I just felt that there were like missed opportunities for really interesting conversations between characters. Yes. And, and it just felt like they chucked all that in the bin in order to give Emilio some one-liners, uh, you know, in an action sequence. Yes. You know, um, and, oh, that Mick Jagger. <laughs> uh, but it was, an, it was a really interesting concept. And then I watched uh, Mad God. Oh, I just finished watching it before we got on. Oh, Uh, quite a fucking movie. It sure is. Um, I am torn between. I've spent so much time recently rewatching that Twin Peaks explainer video, the four and a half hour one. Yeah, I showed it to Danny and now Danny wants to watch Twin Peaks. He'd never watched it. Now he now he wants to watch it. I still have yet Um, to see the. You really got to You got to do it in chunks, man. You got to just do it in chunks. It's a long haul. It is. It is. It's totally worth it, but it's a long haul. But I, so I'm so into the, what is he trying to say here? You know, it's so interesting because clearly it's a spiritual journey. I mean, it's called mad God. They're trying to, you know, uh, uh, some sort of religious leader keeps sending people down, down. And it just, the movie keeps going down deeper and further. Yes. It just keeps moving down. I, it is fascinating. And there's some visuals in it that were definitely reminiscent of, um, uh, Eraserhead, which I just rewatched. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Sure. Yeah, with the with the babies and the, but uh, for those of you guys who weren't listening to the last episode that where Sean brought this up, it is directed by Phil Tippett. It's almost all stop motion. There's uh, um, some uh, uh, a few live action sequences and a couple of actors on a green screen, but it is just the most glorious. Uh, it took thirty years to make. Yeah, and it's just yeah. glorious looking. The, the production design, the the creatures, the everything. It's just, uh, and no dialogue. Yeah, there Not, isn't. There's a. Um, it's just all. It's somehow it's about the circle of life. Somehow that's in there. Yeah, it's it, like you said. It's like you you find yourself watching it and trying to figure out what is he trying to say with this because. I, I don't know. I, I may some right. of it seems like I mean I think you you nailed it with with some of it, but there are other things like, and it's just it's so interesting. 
It really is. I, I highly recommend it. It was I rented it for five dollars on Prime. So oh okay. Um yeah, because I don't have Shutter. It's on Shutter and Discovery Plus now, or, or uh, AMC Plus at the moment. Oh okay. Um so I just I up and rented it because it's been on my list, and I I didn't want to watch yet another weird movie on Night Flight. <laughs> Which is another thing we've started doing since we last went off the air. You have joined the Night Flight crew with me. I have. And, oh, my God, it's one of the best purchases I've made. It's it's really wild. I haven't been on it uh, in a bit, but I, I, I find myself going back to it every once in a while just to see, you know, what's what's going on. I did uh, I did watch, let's see, uh, Blood Harvest is one, oh, one movie yeah, yeah. that I saw. This is a movie that came out in the late 80s. It's with a starring Tiny Tim. Right. And uh, yep. I, it's, I, I think for what it is and who's in it, I mean, Tiny Tim is, no, actually, hold on a second. Let me pull this up real quick. <laughs> bleep, bloop, bleep. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, uh, yeah, there are two, the only two people that are familiar in this movie at all that I recognize, Tiny Tim and Peter Krause. Um, if you saw him, you would know who he was. He's one of those guys that's just in everything. He's right. in, he's in one, uh, one of those uh, TV shows right now about, like, I think the firefighters or something like that. Like Chica- oh, okay. Chicago Fire or something. <laughs> one of those shows. Right. Um, he's pretty well known. And... Uh, he, you wouldn't recognize him in the movie because I think he is all of maybe twenty years old <laughs> or wow. twenty one, yeah, yeah. and um, it's uh, it's an interesting. Mo- I'm glad I saw it. It is not great, but it is thoroughly entertaining. Uh, no, you know what? I'm not going to say it's not. It's it's pretty bad. It's a, it's a pretty terrible movie, but uh, again, thoroughly in- entertaining. A char- is it a charming piece of shit? It's a it is a charming piece of shit. Yes, that's fantastic. Um, the the director kind of does these types of movies. I, I don't understand the blood harvest part of it. I mean, there's a little bit of the movie where the, hanging people upside down and letting their blood drain into a a bowl of some kind, but for what? I don't know. They don't really use it for anything. I, there's no real purpose for the blood harvesting. Well, you know what? It, what you're what you're seeing though is they are on government subsidies, which means they harvest the blood, but they don't do anything with it. They let it go bad for this year, while taking a government paycheck to help control the. Wow, you nailed it! <laughs> I didn't I realize know. the story was that deep. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, it's, it's (laughs) I, I will say not to spoil it because, you know, people are going to see this movie. Oh, Um, absolutely. Tiny Tim is a bit of a red herring. Uh, That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Um, but he, he play, he, he is wonderfully weird and kooky in this movie. I mean, he's not, he's not comedic. He is just, he's a little creepy and very strange. Um, that's cool but anyway yeah i saw it on night flight i'm sure you can find it elsewhere i think uh magnolia. that sounds like a tubi yeah a tubi one tubi yeah. or magnolia <clears throat> but yeah the, the 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 night flight uh when when we had people over this weekend because our friend Kristen stayed with us and i just put on some like some of the three hour like full episodes just on the tv in the background i was like 
it was like living back in 1984. It was great. Just... Oh, that's right. It would go into the night, wouldn't it? It would. It would run. Yeah, it would be all night long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I forget all about that. And it's and it's a it's one of the better designed apps I've seen because they they've got everything nicely organized. It it's not initially intuitive, but once you know where you're going, it's easy to find stuff. And they've got like all of these weird grindhouse movies plus episodes of of their various different video things. And you right. came over, you know, we did do a night where we probably could have recorded folks, but you know what? Sean and I were working on it on us together. We had a date night. That's right. Because, you know, as we talked about a couple of the past episode that uh, we, we rarely talk when we're not recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just yeah. have a, an evening where we're just watching a movie or chatting or something. Or I force him to watch really bizarre YouTube shit. <laughs> You don't force me. I, I do it willingly. Yeah, but if I've had like half an edible, I start feeling very guilty about it. I because <laughs> I, I feel like oh he he doesn't enjoy this or me. It's it's the only paranoia I ever feel. You see, that's the problem is I can be very quiet. I, I just get very quiet and just observe things. And and when Kathleen and I first started dating. She was worried about that, that I wasn't having fun or, you know, I'm really? bored. I'm bored. And, she, oh. and it's like, no, I'm just, I'm just quiet. I'm not a rowdy person. And uh, so get, she, get off my back, devil woman. And then you'd like, <laughs> you'd, you'd, you'd shoo her away with a, with a flick of your wrist. No, no, go away. That's right. Go away. <laughs> I, I need my alone's time. I need her alone's time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that that's but no i you're not forcing me eric i i i i knew it was the the, the half an edible i was i had had i'm like i i know that's what this is you know because if you weren't having a good time you would very politely excuse yourself you're like go, i gotta go but no you hung around and we had a good time that's right you that's you right. did get very mellow there was there was uh, yeah there was a point when you were just sitting watching tv and i was starting to wonder i was like is he okay is he upset about something and oh, then i no, realized no. oh no he's just very mellow <laughs> that's that's pretty much where i get that's i i've noticed that like we'll have you know we had lots of people over this weekend uh but like the weekend before there was one night where two or three people came over to the porch and there was drinking and they were having fun and talking and stuff and i'd I'd already like gone into mellow land. Yeah. And I just sort of sat there taking it all in. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm not, not having a good time. I'm not upset with anybody. I just, I'm enjoying sort of being in this atmosphere. It, it helps me, uh, listen more and talk less unless, you know, it's that kind of conversation where you're just gabbing, but you know what I mean? It's just yeah. sort of like, okay, yeah. Hey man. Yeah. And by the way, have you, uh, Whoa, you got loud all of a sudden. I'm sorry. I moved the mic closer to my mouth. I'll move it away now. Um, and to answer your question, no, I haven't. Not right now. I'm just sick. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know I sound mellow, but I'm like, no, 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 not really. Um, one thing that does bother me is when you're just mellow or just taking it all in and you're just being like, I, I can just be very quiet. People feel that they have to engage you. Like they're, they're doing, yes. they're doing you a favor by, getting you involved like, uh, or they come over and ask you, are you okay? Is everything okay? Come on. Yeah. Why don't you join us? Like I'm fine right here. I'm right. Doing what I'm doing. I'm perfectly content. 
people don't let introverts be sometimes. And not everybody is all the time an introvert and all the time an extrovert. Right. But there are definitely people who are like, oh, no, we got to get you out and mingling with people. Come on. You got to come talk to us. And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I, I'm not unhappy the way I am. <laughs> you don't. Right. You don't have to fix me. I don't need, although I think my brain is broken though, but you don't have to fix me. Right. You don't have to fix me. So get off my back, devil woman. <laughs> I, I need my alone's time. <laughs> there is one thing about this uh, blood harvest. Lots of nudity. <laughs> so much. And, oh. and only one character in particular. Really. And she's oh, naked. A woman. Yeah, yeah. A lot. <laughs> We well, don't get any full frontal Tiny Tim. To no, no, no. Why frontal, they call him? But, but you do get full frontal of this actress, who really hasn't done much of anything else other than Blood Harvest. Well, she compromised too early. No, I don't know. I don't. I, that's a terrible thing for me to say, and somewhat misogynistic. I'm sorry. Oh, Eric. She she made her choice, and she's probably fine with it. That's the empowering part. If she felt pressured, if like Tiny Tim got her in a corner and was like, you're going to take your fucking, because that's how he actually talked. He's like, you're going to take your fucking clothes off for this movie. That's what or you're not going to be in them. And she's like, aren't you Tiny Tim? He's like, yeah, don't make me fucking sing like that. Not right now. I'm not on the goddamn moon. Now take your fucking clothes off, devil woman. And then he. And he's my lone <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, that was terrible. No, I. You know, I mean, yeah, there's there's lots. Of, I'm going to stop talking about this because <laughs> because I'm I'm digging myself a hole. I'm just saying I really admire women who, even if they've done nudity in the past, decide they don't have to do it anymore. I really do like I, I find that uh, wonderfully empowering for women that they can choose when to and when not to. Unfortunately, right. a lot of these a lot of these B pictures don't always give them a choice. You know, yeah. I mean, they give them a choice, but they make it really obvious they need to. I yeah, I know? think I think I, I mean, I don't know who <laughs> I was going to make a statement that I know nothing about. I was going to say, I think the industry is better about that now, but I have no clue. I, I don't know. I'm not in the industry. I don't know if it's better. Well, uh, I'm sure the industry is better, but the uh, the indie industry, you know, there's not as many, you know, when you're not making a union picture, you're not making, you know, right. I'm sure there's. That shit's still out there. Uh, the guy who did uh, a guy who did uh, the explainer video for Twin Peaks did like a one hour and twenty minute Mulholland Drive explainer. Holy cow! Using all the yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And at the end of the day, uh, this is exactly what Mulholland Drive is about. Is the casting couch and sort of Hollywood's dark underbelly and somebody who comes there bright. It's the, the Hollywood story, you know, but it's through the eyes of David Lynch. So it, 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 it expands out from a, a single idea, which is, you know, Hollywood's dark secret has always been Hollywood's dark secret. It may never go away. And that then expands out into the story and all these visuals and images. And, uh, but that's what, according to twin perfect, which is the name of the, uh, the YouTube channel, um, he lays a pretty solid case as to what uh, Mahalan Drive is about. Hmm. I I want to see him break down uh, Lost Highway because, like, this guy should spend the rest of his life using the tools he learned doing the Twin Peaks thing and applying those same 
sort of uh, the same sort of ways of, of analyzing David Lynch's yeah, stuff. It was it's really cool. All of his movies, yeah, that'd be great. <clears throat> yeah, because I mean, whether or not. Yeah, I'm not. I I could do a four hour explainer of this video if I, yeah. <laughs> and I don't I don't want to do that. Mostly because this is a mini episode, and I am going to have to edit it at some point tomorrow morning. So, um, oh but, yeah, this uh, is Wednesday, uh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So so when you guys are hearing this, we really did record this last night. As opposed to like usually when we go on a, on a, a week a, cycle, a week like earlier. we record one week and broadcast the next week and all these things. So, but um, I, you know, the people kept coming and saying, uh, I want to bend your ear. I want to take you out to lunch and talk to you guys about podcasting. And I want to say, don't go by me because the way I do it, I've tried to explain it to you, Sean. And okay, I upload it to archive.org and then I use that to go over to blogger and you have to put listen at the top of that. And then you have to go over here to feed burner and then you have to go set this up and feed burner doesn't work anymore. So um, it's still feeding the system, but it doesn't look like itself. It's weird, but it's just such a, a I do it such a back ass word waste. So we don't have to pay anything. <laughs> it's, it, it's all being a cheapskate, you know, because yeah. archive.org is free. To, to post things on everything from I'm thinking about putting all the Barry Newton and the Plague stuff up on archive.org because they have like a like a demo tape and cassette archive. Oh, cool. Fuck. I went on there. They had all of the, the tapes that would come with XL to XL. Remember the robot eight track player? Yes. Yes. That you could yes. plug it in. Um, they had all of the eight tracks digitized so you could listen to to XL audio. Oh, wow. It was, was kind of cool. Not gonna lie, <clears throat> but uh, archi- but archive.org is free, and then Blogger was one of the first uh, initial podcasting platforms. Blogger.com, which is owned by Google now, but it's still basically the same system it always was. And uh, and then I put it through there, and then I set up everything over at FeedBurner, um, so that then it feeds out into Apple and uh, Google podcasts and everything else. And then the other ones I had to go and set up by hand, like, uh, like Peapod and, and, and all these things. So, you know, Ben, Ben, my ear definitely about podcasting, but there are services where if you're serious about it, pay for the service. Cause it's a one-stop shop. Then you don't have to worry about going through the back door to save a few shekels, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause we're, I mean, we're the, we we are serious about doing it. We enjoy doing it. Absolutely. We're not this is not our living. No, we have not a- actually attempted to get sponsors. We haven't, you know, attempted to get on like Earwolf or any of the networks. I don't think our our, our quality is probably not high enough for those fucking people. Fuck them all. Yeah. We are in we are indie to the core, man. That's right. So you know what I say to Earwolf? Back off, devil woman. I need my loans time. <laughs> I'll tell what one thing uh, if you're while well, you're sick if you want to binge something, I, or I don't know if I don't know if you have this. It's on Paramount Plus. Kathleen, I don't, but yeah, I, you might be able to find it somewhere else. I'm not sure. I think it used to be on Netflix, but I could be wrong about that. Um, Kathleen and I have been binging this show, um, Evil. Oh yeah, I, I think it started out on CBS and now it's strictly streaming. 
uh, I, I'm guessing it's strictly streaming because of all the uh, additional f bombs they've thrown in. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it is, it's interesting, man. Um, it, it when I first saw the trailers for it, it, it seemed like maybe it was just another cop show or or another X Files ripoff. But it's it's a lot more than that. It's uh, you get this this team of assessors that work for the the Catholic Church. And they in, uh, investigate potential uh, demonic possessions that cool. may warrant an uh, exorcism. And they investigate some other things, too, like they were investigating the p- possibility of, of uh, sainthood for this one um, uh, monk that had died. And uh, Sorry, man. On, on the surface, the, the, the basic concept is not super original. Uh, again, it's like it's like kind of like X Files. It's a team of people. There's three of them. One of them is a a uh, forensic psychologist. Uh, the other one is um, a, a priest in training. Although now he now he is officially a priest. That's uh, he's um, <clears throat> Mike Coulter. He played Nick, uh, Luke Cage. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, and uh, May again. And oh yeah. And the the third guy, uh, or the, the forensic psychologist, is a woman, and the third guy is a uh, he's a skeptic and an atheist, but he looks for the physical possible physical uh, uh, explanations for what's happening. And gotcha. uh, they're given assignments, but then there's things that start happening, and they start doubting what they're seeing. And there's you you see demons and and other things it just it's it is it's wild <laughs> cool evil it's, it's called evil it's called evil and it, it's way better than i i thought it was going to be um so i don't know if you, if you run across it i i'm cool i'm really enjoying cool. it we're on they have three seasons so far we're halfway through season three nice i did i did binge uh watchmen Oh, that's a couple right. weeks ago. Yeah. What did you think? I, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Had you ever read the comic or seen the movie? Yes. Both? Yes. Yes. Actually. Okay. I, you know, I've, I, I read the comic. I read the comic back when it first came out. I wasn't even into comics at the time. Yeah. But my friend, uh, Jeremy, would buy an issue, read it, and then let me read it. And I thought, this is really interesting. And I just didn't have a lot of comic book experience at that time. Right. And I do have it all in a graphic novel somewhere. But uh, I liked the movie. I felt that I wish they would have made it into a miniseries. Yeah. and Because it's such a dense story. You can't fit it all into one movie. And there's so much, there, there, there's so much that, would have made the story much richer if they had had it in there instead of the movie where they they had the bullet points right but there's it's so deep much deeper than uh than what, what the, the comic was so much deeper than what was in the movie yes and uh i just i just picked up and i forgot this i don't know in the last few months i picked up the the entire comic series motion comic dvd where they you basically there's oh, like yeah. it's like an audiobook with yes I, I just picked that up i forgot about that i, I do, just pulled it out today i do have like a special edition of the movie and it has that in it 
that was on on demand for a while. I think you could like pay a dollar on Xfinity had it. Oh, okay. And you could probably get it elsewhere. This is a little bit. This is before streaming and, was such a big thing. And somebody did the motion comic of the the black pirate thing that appears in the comic, like the comic within the comic. The oh, what the hell is it called? The the. Ooh, I that is a fascinating idea of putting that in there. Actually, I think it's animated. I don't think it's a motion comic. I think it's full on animated. Oh, okay. The only thing about the motion comic that I did not care for is one guy did all of the voices, including, oh, yeah. including the women's voices, and it's it was odd. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, he wasn't doing it comedically, like Monty Python woman's <laughs> voices, right? But right. oh no, it's the comedian. Oh no, oh merd, Doctor Manhattan. Um. <laughs> Doctor Manhattan, where you been? Oh, he's been caught, shopping. No, caught his dangle hanging out. His great big blue dingus just waving back and forth in the breeze. <laughs> it just, but it it just because this one guy's doing all the it. Just, it was. I wish they would have had other actors doing the voices. Yeah, yeah. I would have preferred that. But <laughs> anyway, it was it was really cool. I. I Cool. I sat and watched it, and it was really interesting because I hadn't read the comic in years. I mean, years. Yeah, I just read the comic like five, six years ago for the first time. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, it's 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 great. It's Alan Moore is not so happy with the movie, although he's not happy with any of his movie adaptations. He's a hermit. He's yeah. He's a bit. He, he's his whole idea is like it was fine the way it was. Why do another version of it? There's that money, yeah, but uh, he he just disowns it and he says, I want no part of it, I want no part of it because that's what he sounds like, Fuck it all. just like that. <laughs> and you know, you know, of course, uh, that Dave Gibbons, the guy who did the artwork, um, is the guy who for years was the Doctor Who monthly comic artist. Oh, I did not know that, yeah, and it, you can see it like when he left the Doctor Who monthly series. He went off to do Watchmen. So, like, you can see the similarities in the artwork. It's pretty cool. They did. There's a, a recent, a couple of recent uh, Watchmen series. One, it's uh, kind of how these characters became the Watchmen, following right. certain characters. And then there's, I think, one, and I could be wrong as to how this is presented, but one that is actually bringing the characters of the Watchmen into the DC continuity. Which, yeah, there's a. I think there's a Doctor Manhattan kills Superman. Like it's a, it's like another universe thing. Which there's something. It's like, uh, I, you know, the the whole thing is the Watchmen did not exist in the regular DC universe. It was in a right or a, a totally universe on all on its own. There were these characters are the only only superheroes in this world. <clears throat> yeah, but and I and I like that idea and I like that it was an alternate. Uh, 1985 because there are technical advances because of Dr. Manhattan. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I, that's what I loved about the series too, is was seeing that go forward. And I love the fact that Damon Lindelof is like, Oh n no, this is the only season. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have another story to tell. He's like, no, I'm done. And a good story it was, but I love that it was not, it really didn't have anything to do with the original story. It was, 
another story that took place in that same universe, but it was a different story. With different- yeah, but they but they had all the touchstones where like they still had the interdimensional squid. Yes, they would they would come through, and Doctor Manhattan was you know everybody could send messages to Doctor Manhattan, and so it was like. It, it really was like the world moved on from that 1985. Where would it be now? Yeah, I guess I guess it, we, you're you're right. It, they do. Uh, they have um, uh, Adrian Adrian. V, v, how do you pronounce his last name? Veet. Ozymandias. Ozymandias. But his real name, Adrian Velt. 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 That's it. Yeah. And then but, uh, Doctor Manhattan, but, uh, John Osterman. Yeah. <clears throat> I. I loved it. I thought, you know, and then and then he's in it at the end, of course. So no spoilers. Like you, you get to understand Doctor Manhattan a little better. But I, I actually, I was expecting it to be more disconnected than it was, and it it wound up being more connected than it than I thought it was. Yes, supposed you're to be. you're right. You're right. I I will agree with that. Yes. Yeah. There. Uh, I didn't realize the um, oh that, oh man, that that character with the uh, the reflective mask. Uh, oh yeah, I can't actor, think of his name. The yeah. actor, I really like that actor. I, yes. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. No, but he's the guy who's going to play the leader in the MCU because he was the doctor who was helping Banner in the last Hulk movie. The, That's right. The, uh, yes, and they, it dripped on him. He was the guy who becomes the leader and they've already said that he's coming back for the Captain America movie. Oh, that's good. I really and like I'm, him. And I think we're going to see him in She-Hulk too. Um, but his... <laughs> I, I've been watching... Um, that YouTube channel, the corridor crew about the visual effects artists, that mask of his was entirely CGI. Was it? Yeah. Nice. Because they couldn't make it work the way they want and look the way they wanted it to just using fabric. And then you would get reflections of the camera. Right. So they, they just, they decided just to make it uh, the entire mask, just CGI. I think it might've been a fabric of type of some type, but like a maybe, maybe a green like a green screen like yeah. a green screen fabric that they just uh, made to look like this reflective material. Nice. I didn't know that. I thought it was real, you know, whatever fabric. Yeah, it was cool looking. I mean, it was not. None of the special effects were overdone. Yeah. Like, so much. So much of it was just uh, interpersonal stuff. It was great, including the <laughs> giant uh, Doctor Manhattan dildo. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, the catapult, the the whole uh, Azimandeus uh, storyline that was so interesting. Where he's on the moon, and man, that was he's on, just... he's on Titan or Europa or something. Or, or like. no, t- was it? Oh, he was on a moon, but not, not yeah. our moon. Okay, that's that's right, that's right. It wasn't our moon. Man, I got to go watch it again. I'm forgetting things. My brain just forgets things, Eric. I understand. I can't. Who retain, are you? I can't retain information anymore. Well, I think we probably should wrap this up because my voice is going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. But we have to bring up one last thing. Yesterday, it was announced, or two days ago, maybe. Deadpool 3 with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in the MCU. I did see that. Yes. God damn it. It's going to be fucking amazing. I know. That's like awesome. Never thought I'd see it happen, but there he is. And I, I never, as far as we knew... He was not going to play uh, Wolverine anymore. Right. He was done with Wolverine. Yep. I'm looking forward to it, but we got to wait two years, so that's okay. Yeah. 
we work on Kevin Feige's schedule, goddammit. So the ne- next stop for the MCU is the rest of She-Hulk and then uh, Werewolf by Night, which looks amazing. I'm digging She-Hulk. It's, I am too. I really am having a good time funny. with it. Anyway, you guys, uh, we will be back with full episodes eventually. We're not. I don't want to lay out a date yet because if something could go wrong. But just rest assured, we have not given up on this. So. No, 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 no. It's so. just we're, we're trying to get our lives in order before exactly. we can start recording again. <laughs> exactly. So I have been, and I will continue to be, Eric Peter Schwartz. And I have been and will continue to be Sean. Here I am, Dooley. We will catch you on the flip side. We love that nami nami face meet. Happy birthday. <laughs>